Just when you thought the game was called football, the United States national team called it soccer. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host tonight, uh, Justin Tucker, along with my good friend, CJ Medeiros. Welcome to the Former Roski Podcast, powered by Power 88 Dean Radio. Oh, man, I'm so happy I get to say that the United States won today, but we have other things to plan. CJ, how you doing today? You know, uh, I'm good, Justin. I, I am just fine. You know, can't can't complain. You know, we're back uh, for like basically two and a half weeks before we get to go home for uh, mm-hmm. Christmas break. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, we are college students. So, Of course, living the life of a college student. I'm not doing too bad myself. It's going to be hectic these last couple of weeks, but I got to push through it. And, you know, today wasn't so bad because, you know, U.S. of A. actually won today, so I'm happy. And you know who we beat, too. Iran. Yeah, dang right we did. And we've always struggled against that team, so I'm happy we won. And now we move on to the knockout. I mean, not the knockout, the round of 16. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, and I always forget to do this when I'm hosting. Sorry. Uh, but thanks to the weapons consultant. Secret weapon consulting? Yeah, I always forget about it. My fault. Ah, it's all right. You just gotta practice. It's I forgive you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not used. To, it's been a while since I'm hosting, guys. All right, but we have a good show to, today for you guys. Uh, Deshaun Watson can he lead the Browns into the playoffs? No. Uh, the Buccaneers lost five, lost to make it five and six against the Cleveland Browns. But well, first things first, the Packers lost in a shootout, forty to thirty three. Aaron Rodgers had to lead the game. Jordan Love had to replace him. Jordan Love did not look that bad last night. He actually looked pretty daggone good last night. Now, with this loss and the Packers seem, looking seemingly on the outside looking in in the playoffs, do you think it's time to give Love a chance and shut down Aaron Rodgers? Well, long story short, yeah. Absolutely. Aaron Rodgers has not been his usual self. He he really hasn't. I mean, I, I'm sorry. This is just how it is. And I know that the, the cheeseheads don't want to hear it, but this is just how it is. He has, he's got, I mean, he hasn't been too terrible, but when you look at like some of his former completion percentages, you see 68%, 70%, 69%, 64% this year, 2,682 passing yards, 21 touchdowns, but nine interceptions. Aaron Rodgers has never had like that many picks. Like the most picks he ever had was 2008 when he had 13. Yep. And it's just, and he's got passer rating of 92.9. And his lowest passer rating, you know, in years where he's actually played like at least 10 games, his lowest is like a 93. So this is just. Just hasn't been his season, I will admit. And, yeah, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you said, hurt in that game. Left the game with a rib injury, and he revealed that he was nursing a broken thumb. The guy is just getting beat up out there. So, I mean, it does you little good to keep him in the game. And I'll die on that hill. It's just, I don't know. This Packers team has just been weird to watch, and we said, that they were going to struggle without Devontae Adams, and we were correct. And it's just, as as far as I'm concerned, this is Jordan Love's team now, because it's clear the Packers need to start focusing on the future, because Aaron Rodgers is only going to get you so far. 
at this point in time? As unfortunate as it is, I do think that it's time to shut down Aaron Rodgers. Even if they do make the playoffs, I don't see them going far in the playoffs right now. Wait, what's their record even? I think it's three and eight. Yeah, I don't think they're even going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs at this rate. Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's going to be a struggle for them. Uh, I think it's time to shut down Aaron Rodgers and see what you have in Jordan Love. It's been time. You should have gotten rid of Aaron Rodgers if you were going to draft Jordan Love eventually. I think it's time to check up on Jordan Love now. If he's garbage, you can get rid of him. If he's good, you have to get rid of Rodgers somehow through a trade or whatever. I think this has just been a wash for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers has not looked the same as his MVP form last year. He's bruised. He's beaten up. He's banged up. Yeah, I don't see them making the playoffs. So, yeah, why not? Give Jordan Love a chance to be in the spotlight. Give him the opportunity to play for play for the football team and see what he has. If he doesn't have anything, you can simply trade him. If he does, you can start looking at him as going forward, the franchise quarterback, and seeing what you have in Jordan Love. And then you have to get rid of – inevitably get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron yeah. Rodgers has been res- – I think he's been respectable than what the numbers have been giving him. But at the same time, uh, nine interceptions is nine interceptions. And I'm not used to Aaron Rodgers throwing nine interceptions. That's not the Aaron Rodgers we know. So I get it. I understand it. But, again, I think it's – I agree with you, CJ. I think it's time to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I do kind of want to build off something you said. You know, you were talking about how they drafted Jordan Love, right? Yeah. Jordan Love, for those who don't remember, I don't know how you don't, but for those who don't remember, he was a first-round pick. Yep. Was it back in 2018, some 2019, something like that? Wait, 2020, really? Yeah. Has it really been like that? Do you, oh, whatever. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to have to look at this. But, but either way, he's been marinating on that bench for years. Yep. You know, and it's just – I mean, and I know it was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, it was the exact same way. And it's like, okay, yeah, so you're right. It was the 2020 NFL draft. And what is this? Is this his third season now? This will be his third, yes. Yeah, he's in his third season. He hasn't played like – I mean, he's subbed in for like when Rodgers has been hurt, but he hasn't played any like meaningful games, you know? You know, you spot mm-hmm. him in here and there when your starter's hurt, but it's like – he hasn't started a bulk of games. I mean, you need to see what he can do because, you know, the standard rookie contract, especially for a first-rounder, is four years. You're, like, halfway through his third. I mean, you, you got to know what you got in him because you don't want this, you know, to be a case of, like, uh, when the Broncos drafted Paxton Lynch, how he only started a handful of games and then they moved on from him because they never really gave him a chance. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's that's it. That is what I have to say. I mean, like I said, uh, I know they say if you make a mistake, don't spend too much time dwelling on them. I'm not ready to call drafting love a mistake just yet, but you need to see what you have. Milk any value you can out of him. Yeah, I don't think you have a choice now. I don't think the Packers have any playoff aspirations at this moment. I think it is a good idea to see what you have and then inevitably – have that conversation is like, is he the franchise guy? If he's not, you get rid of him. If he is, you get rid of Rodgers. Exactly. Think, 
now is a good time as any to see what you have. I think Rodgers is exactly. too banged up to play anyhow. So just see what you have in Jordan Love. Yep. That's fair. All right. Coming on up, Deshaun Watson's coming back. Can he lead this Cleveland Cleveland Browns team to the playoffs? We'll find out next time on the Fumble Rosie podcast. Welcome back to the Former Rosky Podcast. I am your host, Justin Tucker, along with my good friend, CJ Medeiros. And it's time. You know what time it is. It's that time. It's Watson time. He's back. I think that's what he said when he got a massage. Just barges in the door. It's Watson time. <laughs> then every massage therapist in a five-mile radius goes, ah! <laughs> it's now time for Deshaun to literally and physically burst onto the scene now as the Cleveland Browns try to salvage what they have left of playoff hopes as they continue. They beat the Buccaneers this this past Sunday. Congratulations to them in overtime. They have a little momentum. Now that they have their franchise quarterback back, how far do you see the Cleveland Browns going this season? Uh, I don't wait. So first of all, Let's you know look at the Browns here. All right, yeah, you know you, you got you got the Cleveland uh, Browns here, and first uh, l- let's talk about their record as it sits right now. They're third in their division at four and seven, and already the Ravens and Bengals are both seven and four. So you already have two teams better than them. The entirety of the AFC East is better than them. The Chiefs are better than them. The Chargers are better than them, and the Titans are better than them. And not to mention they're tied with teams like the Raiders, the Colts, and the Jaguars. So I, I don't. I think they're in a little bit of a hole. And uh, it, it's as far as I'm going to the playoffs, as Watson would say, it's very uh, touch and go, if you know what I mean. And, of course, we saw how he was in the preseason. It looks like he still has to feel his way around and – if there's an opportunity to win, you can count on him probably grabbing it. However, oh, I just – I want to root for the Browns because, you know, they were always like the lovable losers of the league. But then they went and got just one of the most unlikable quarterbacks, not because of his play style, but because of, you know, other things. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, but either way, even with Watson, and like I said, I know it's just the preseason, but we saw how he played. He was not very good. And, you know, with like all this time away from football, I just, it's going to take him a few games to get back in. I, I'm not really feeling it, especially just because they're thoroughly in the hunt for like probably a, a low playoff seed. Mm-hmm. But, but there's so many good teams ahead of them. 
You know, I mean, I mean, for example, you know, you got teams like the Jets. I mean, I'm not saying the Jets are like really that good, but but you know, their defense is scary. You got teams like the Jets, you know, you got the Chargers, you got the Patriots, Bengals, because you know, Ravens are one of the division. Uh, mm-hmm. and like I said, they're tied with other teams, just I don't know. I, I just I don't see it. And I mean Watson's gonna especially gonna need some time to develop, considering the fact he hasn't played like a meaningful game in like two years. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I do think he will be a little rusty. I do think he will be a little rusty coming back because, again, he's missed all of the season so far, minus a few, uh, I want to say, preseason games. But I don't see that he'll be good enough to keep this team afloat because he's just coming back and he has to go against some good teams and some divisional teams. He has to go up against us, the Bengals, and the Steelers once and I think he has the he has to face the the Saints. That's a winnable game, but uh their defense, if they can come back, they're a solid team. And then they have the commanders and the Texans. I can see them winning three games and them losing three games. I think they can go five hundred with Deshaun Watson. I think he's like too far behind the eight bolts in order for them to like progress in the playoffs. I don't see how they can make it into the playoffs unless they like went out handedly and other teams just lose some games that they're not supposed to. I don't know. I don't think they'll, if they do make the playoffs, it's going to be in the wild card. It's not going to be by the division because I believe the Ravens and the Bengals are too far ahead as in like divisional and record wise. But overall, I don't see them making like touching the playoffs right now, even with Deshaun Watson coming back. And let's be honest, even if they do go to the playoffs, do you really see them advancing? They're going to be a one-and-done team. Yeah, they are. It's just, if you're the Browns, sure, maybe your franchise quarterback's coming back, but I would say pull the plug on this season. I mean, obviously you go out, you play for pride, and you're certainly not playing for picks because you traded those, but Mm – just, just wait to reload during the offseason, then see what you can do. As soon as Watson's 11-game suspension was announced, you knew like it was over. I mean, Brissett's done okay in his own right. I mean, he actually hasn't really been that terrible. But, you know, we all knew he was a short-term option. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett didn't play that. It's just we all knew that once Deshaun got there, we knew who the starting quarterback is. And overall, when you look at the team, it's not a bad team. They have weapons. They have a good O-line. They have a solid defense. When you look around, they're not a bad team. It's just no, they, they, were really missing something. they were missing something, and it was their quarterback. So now that they had their quarterback, they might be able to do something. But, again, I don't think they'll be able to build the chemistry and, like, the cohesion in enough time to be, like, contenders no matter what. So I don't think yeah. they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll either be just sh- – I think they'll be just short. And so they'll just have to, you know, look forward to next season instead of like contending for this season and just be thankful that they still have their starting quarterback for next year. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I mean, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. It's basically just close the book on this season. You know, it's like, you know, we're, we're going to reopen this case next season. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of talking points to pounce on, but at this point in time, I genuinely don't see Deshaun Watson leading the Browns to like any victories, any, not any meaningful victories and certainly not any playoff victories. Yeah, me neither. Uh, anything else you want to touch on this subject? I like Deshaun <laughs> Watson. No. 
<laughs> I didn't even mean that one. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, man, you, you threw me an alley-oop there. All right. Coming up, the Buccaneers losing to this so-called Browns team. Uh, Tom Brady, is it time to retire early? Say yes, Tom. Say yes. Coming up on the Fumaroski Podcast. Podcast. I am your host, Justin Sutton, along with my good friend, CJ Medeiros. And if there's one thing I learned about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season, Tom Brady should have listened to me and started collecting those AARP checks. <laughs> now, let's talk about it. The Buccaneers lost in overtime. Tom Brady's first loss went up by seven in the fourth quarter or overtime. He's 218 and one now. Unbelievable. That's not goat-like stuff. That's not goat-like stuff, CJ. They lose in overtime. Nick Chubb carries those Buccaneer defenders into the end zone. They call it a game. Touchdown. They now go down to five and six. I'm not sure if they're still leading their division or not. I can't think of off the top of my head. I think they are, yeah. I think they still are because the NFC South is so abysmal. But (sighs) some unfortunate news came out of this. Tristan Wirfs is expected to miss three or four weeks. At the rate that they're going, CJ, what do you make about this Buccaneers team? Are they still going to make the playoffs, or are they just going to miss it? First, let me – can I give a quick PSA? Yeah. If you are listening in this country and in the the United States, if you are a fan of any of the teams in the NFC South, I urge you to call your congressman and get a settlement – for cruel and unusual punishment because being a fan of a team of the NFC South is cruel and unusual punishment. But, and that includes Tampa fans. That division is just a a toxic pit of refuse. You you can't just, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. It's like, remember when we used to say the NFC least and a few years ago, how like they were of a, and that whole division was bad. Yeah, we're seeing the second coming. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Buccaneers are in first place, and they're five and six. You got the Falcons yep. in second place. You know they're overperforming. They're at five and seven. You have the Panthers, who who literally personified the quarterback carousel at four and eight. And then there's just the the poor sweet Jameis Winston led Saints at four and eight. You mean the Red Rifle? James ain't leading that oh. team right now. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, Andy Dalton, Ginger Kirk Cousins. I forgot. <laughs> so, I, uh, to answer your question, Justin, do I think Tampa's going to the playoffs? Yeah, I do. And it's not because they're good, but because I think they're going to win their division. They, they have more talent than the rest of that division combined. And even mm-hmm. though Brady is 
you know, rickety and old. I just, I, I just, you know, he's going to find a way. But that, that Browns game, I mean, we all know the Browns are a good team. I mean, I'm not going to make you say that since you're a Ravens fan. But, I mean, let's face it. You, know, you got guys like Nick Chubb. You got Amari Cooper. You have, you know, you got Miles Garrett on that D-line. And you have uh, Denzel Ward. So, uh, I'm not going to fault Tampa too much. But but losing Tristan Wirfs, arguably the best right tackle in the NFL. Well, I sure hope Brady uh, knows how to land when he's getting sacked because losing someone like Tristan Wirfs, that I mean that that's going to be felt. I mean, the O-line's going to feel it, the cohesion won't be there, and Brady's going to feel it as he's hitting the ground. Yep. It's it's just like I said, they're going to the playoffs, but it's not because they're good, because I think they're going to win the division. No one from that division deserves to go to the playoffs. And no, none of them do. They all deserve to lose. That division is abysmal. They're the, NFC, they're the 2020 NFC East and 2022. This is not good. Tom Brady should have listened to me. I don't care what y'all tell me. I was right all along. He shouldn't have came back. He should have stayed retired because look at what he's dealing with right now. Injuries left and right. No, Justin, Justin, you're you're acting like I also didn't say he should have said stayed retired. I I know at you know of of everyone on this show, Adam, you know, who's out tonight, by the way, said was the only one who wanted him to come back. I'd I'd like to make that abundantly clear for everyone at home. Yeah, I don't know why he wanted him to come. He says he's a Tom Brady fan. Look at what Tom's going through. Do you think Adam is is enjoying this right now? This is probably not. It's it's probably eating him up inside because he he said he wanted his quarterback to come back and play. He did. Now look at what he's going through. Should have just listened to you know the advice that the former Ski podcast was giving him. He didn't. I bet you that AARP check is looking good right now. I bet you that Except much. for the fact you don't get AARP checks till you're 50, but I understand. He's playing like he's 50. He's playing. He looks old in dog years. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I hear you. I, I do. But Tom Brady, from a numbers perspective, I mean, I know the eye test says something different. But in terms of the numbers, he's not that bad. I mean, last game, he had a 67% completion percentage, threw for 246 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, QBR of 97. And on the year, he's got a completion percentage of 66%. He's got 3,051 yards, 14 touchdowns, two picks. I mean, that's not like a world beater, but he's not terrible. I mean, he does have like – I'm trying to think. Like, I know he's – is he, like, top five in passing yards or something like that? I'm not sure. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's just my takeaway. Yeah. I mean, the touchdown passes haven't been there, but he is airing it out. Yeah. He's putting up empty numbers for a team that looks abysmal right now. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, just, I just hate to see it. Uh, maybe it's because my Brady bias, but it it's it's looking some type of way right now. How do you only score two touchdowns in that game? How do you only score 17 points? How do you yeah, well, their the running game is basically team? non-existent. You know that, right? Fournette's been banged up, and they got Rashad White. I would give anybody else that excuse, but Brady's been dealing with that for years in New England. Well, so he's like, he's, like he's, he's 25. That, again, again, he's been dealing with that for years in New England, and he somehow has been able to deal with it. 
I don't care if you're 42 at the time. It's, it doesn't matter to me. Well, well, to be fair, their, their head coach is Todd Bowles, and that's a bit of a step away from Bill Belichick. And by the way, the Patriots are a better team right now, just saying. But that's neither here nor there. Are they going to win the Super Bowl this year? No, but is Tampa? No. Exactly. Again, Tampa has the Super Bowl. Tom, uh, the Patriots don't. Bill Belichick. Oh, please. If you put Bill Belichick on that Tampa team, they, they would literally would have gone undefeated and route to the Super Bowl. That wasn't a well-coached team. Bruce Arians is a horrifically overrated head coach. That team was purely the talent on the roster. They couldn't even have had a coach and they would have won. Again, I disagree because based on how it went last year uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs and the I'm sorry, two years ago now, the, when they were in the regular season, the Chiefs were all over them. When it got to the Super Bowl, defensively, they stopped them. So I, I think coaching was involved. So I'd say congratulations. No, I mean, I, I hear it, but I'm just saying it's like, oh, you got a ring. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. Let me tell you something. If he's on an average team and not a star-studded team, does he still win? Oh, no. He's on no. Exactly. But that's either here nor there. We're getting off topic. Yeah. Uh, right now it's looking pretty bleak, but so does the NFC. So overall, <laughs> I still think they'll make the playoffs barely by the skin of their teeth, but they don't deserve it. They don't look like they need to. And the whole NFC South looks awful. Do you have anything else, CJ? Yeah, I'd like to reiterate my PSA. If you're a fan of any NFC South team, call your congressman. You may be entitled for uh, you know, for some cash compensation, you know, a- after getting depression from and watching anything in that division. That is all. All right. Hey, Tom, I know you're not there yet, but at the end of the season, we can just, you know, start trying to collect that AARP check. I believe in you. I believe in you. All right. Coming up next, <laughs> Fumble Risky, Fix and Start them, Sit them. You're listening to the Fumble Risky Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Former Ruski Podcast. I am your host, Justin Tucker, along with my good friend, CJ Medeiros. Coming up, the Former Ruski start and sit them. Every week we pick players starting from quarterback all the way down to, to defense, and we want to make sure you guys have the best fantasy team possible. So these are our sleeper picks, if you don't mind. CJ, do you want me to say it or should I say it? Uh, we'll alternate. You, do, you start off with running backs now. All right. At running back, we got Bam Knight, and we have Benny Snell. Yeah, I mean, that sounds good, but consider this. Wide receiver, Zay Jones and Traylon Burks. Both of these guys are starting to become really deadly in their own right, so that's definitely something I'd, uh, you know, something I'd look at if I were you. I I see that. I see that. Can I – see your wide receivers and raise you those tight ends, Foster Moreau and Hunter Henry. 
Hunter Henry's been coming alive as of lately, so as far as tomorrow, he's still looking not too bad right now in fantasy. Yes, sir. All right, fellas, it's quarterback time. Oh. Give me Mike White at Minnesota. You saw what he did to those Bears. It's Mike White season. He's better than Zach Wilson. And me a bit of a, a controversial pick, but pick up Deshaun Watson at Houston at your own risk. Will he be great? Will he be rusty? And no one knows. That's the fun. But if you happen to uh, need a quarterback, maybe yours is on buy, or maybe you just are streaming week to week, uh, maybe, I mean, just try Deshaun Watson. What's the worst that could happen? And if you win, it could be a very touching experience. Uh, okay. I see your quarterbacks, and let me see show you my defensive streamers. We have Seattle at the Los Angeles Rams, and we have the Packers at Chicago. Okay, those have been our fantasy stardom fix and picks. We are the fumble of Chicago. Yes, those were waiver wires. But I'm yeah. sorry, waiver. It says stardom set them. Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's just – you know what? Let, when in doubt, blame Adam. Yeah, Adam's <laughs> not here right now. So I have to go off what he says, and that's what he says. My fault. <sighs> but we are the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Coming up, the Fumble Rooski Fan Box. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Justin Tucker, along with my good friend, C.J. Medeiros. We are the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Coming up, the final segment of the show, the Fumble Rooski Fan Box. I turn it over to you, C.J. Take it away. All right, all right, all right. We got ourselves the Fumble Rooski Fan Box. Let's get to it. And for those of you who don't know how it works... We post a question filter on our Instagram every Monday, and you get to respond with hot takes, questions, and more, and we'll discuss it and give you a shout-out on our show. Now, be sure to respond to next week's Fanbox question to be featured. And our question of the week is, who is your league MVP so far this season? You know, we, we've done it before, and it's something we do like at every quarter of the season, so, you know, so we can kind of gauge where the interests are. And... Mm -hmm. uh, Let's go. First up, good friend of the show, Derek Hool, says Patrick Mahomes. Solid pick. He's been playing. He's been playing consistently. Really yeah, good. Yeah, he's when doing he more with less, and that that definitely deserves a nod. Next, yeah. Stephen Parker says Joe Burrow is in the conversation. Tuck, you're an AFC North fan. I'll let you handle that one. He's a he's a he's an up and coming pick, but I don't see him actually winning the MVP this year. Yep. Next, uh, Diego Huertas says, Hertz looks really solid. And I agree. Oh, um, yes, it was, he does. Yeah, I mean, it was a put-up or shut-up year, and he put up. Oh, he's putting up all right. He's putting yeah. it on. He's putting it on for the city of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. He's putting it on against everybody he goes against. Oh, oh yeah. Next, uh, 
username Brogdon Hill says CJ Stout. I assume he means CJ Stroud, who's a quarterback for Ohio State. Not quite NFL, buddy, but uh, we appreciate the Maybe one day. You never know. Yeah. Next, uh, Tyson Tate says Tua. Perhaps. Ah, I actually, uh, if he actually played all his games this year, yes. Ooh. But since he got injured, yeah, that's what kills him. If it wasn't for the injuries and the, con- the concussion, yeah, yeah, he probably would have a stronger case for him. Landon Weber says Jalen Hurts. Yes, I yes. agree. Mm-hmm. We got another one. Cole Staker, I believe that's how it's pronounced. If it's not, you got to let me know. Says Jalen Hurts, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sensing uh, everybody okay. likes Jalen Hurts. All right, next. Isaac Zonana says Tua Tagovailoa. Watch his game. Mahomes is great, but Tua is him. Yeah, but Mahomes <laughs> stays healthy and is doing more with less. I mean, Isaac, dude, I respect your opinion. I mean, but I respectfully disagree, but I totally oh, see where you're coming from. Him and not Pat. That is <laughs> – yeah. all right. All right. We don't need to belabor the point, I don't think. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam Laps 11 username – that's his name. Username Sam Laps 11 says Jay Hurts, as in Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback. Yeah, you, you think people like Jalen Hurts a little bit? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Not too much. Next, uh, Ian Muller says, Derek Henry, because of how consistent he is as a running back, and he has carried the Titans. Yeah, look, I wouldn't hate it. I really wouldn't. It's just the MVP is such a quarterback award. We may yeah. as well just call it the most valuable quarterback, because that's what it is. Actually, I had Saquon over Derrick Henry until the past couple of weeks when he started to fall off. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's topic for another day. Next, Grayson Mortimer, another friend of the show, says Patty. And by which he means Patrick Mahomes, I assume. And once again, I would say I got to agree. Yeah. Next, uh, Tyson Tate again says, he brought up something I said. MVP is a huge biased QB reward. His words, not mine. For the offense, Jay Jettas, and the defense, Micah Parsons. Offense is Jettas, defense is Matt Judon. That's just me. Sack leader, can't uh, argue. Oh my god, uh, I can see, I can see an argument for both of Matt Judon. Yeah, and yeah. Michael. I mean, I'm not gonna completely dismiss it, but I'm just telling you what my preference is. Uh, but then again, I'm, I'm a biased my... Pats fan, so you know. Yeah, I over. I didn't notice. I didn't. <laughs> oh come on! I'm less biased than Adam. Yeah, but as far as uh, the Cowboys and Michael Parsons, he does take that defense where he goes. If he's fired yeah. up and ready to go, yeah, that defense yep. can be scary at times. Next, uh, I can see it. Yeah, I think this is Zachary Stilson who said, "I think it's got to be Hurts." Man, that performance was out of this world. Yeah, well, like I said, this was like his put up or shut up year, and yeah, he put up. Yeah, he had a, he had a good game against the Packers, forty points. Oh yeah, next Daniel Blaziak says Mike White. Ah, uh, yeah, for the Jets, yes, if he continues this quarterback play, yeah. <laughs> but not the rest of the league. Yeah. No. Next, BD Breaks says Tua. The Finns are significantly better when he's out there. Not nearly as good when he's not. I mean, look, that's that's a point, but couldn't you say that about like every quarterback? How every team when their franchise quarterback is out there is better? 
Yeah, saying. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And uh, ne- next up, we got uh, EST37, who whose real name I know, and it hurts me that I can't remember it, who put uh, anyone on the Broncos offense. Ow. Just ow. Broncos country. Let's hide. Let's ride. Broncos country. I want to die. Probably. That's that's, that's every Broncos fan right now. Next, Connor Fallon says Patty Mahomes. And I have to agree. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that Mahomes, Tua, and Hurts are all the favorites. Next, this guy, Nick Nick underscore Maz11 says, Mahomes, I wish I could say Josh Jacobs. I hear you, but one game does not an MVP make. He's had a couple of solid games, but he no, has a couple of solid games, games but now he's not Next, close to him. Diego Larios 95 says by week 15, it'll be Joey B. Tuck, I believe you've spoken about this. Hell no, but one can dream. One can dream. <laughs> Next up, William Mantle says Mike White. Why is he getting MVP votes? He I don't know. know. It's just something. Uh, Jack Grob says Mike Glennon. Oh, you Mike got jokes, Glennon. Jack. You got jokes, don't you? <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. Sean Howe, Lord and Savior Tua. You already know how we feel about this if you're listening. He's a Dolphins fan. Of course, he'll say Tua. <laughs> I'll, I'll let it slide. Next, uh, Brian Mucker says Mike White. I swear to whatever God there is, if I hear one more Mike White, I'm going to punch you. Hear one. I hope not. Next up, Cola DJ says Trace McSorley. Oh, I see. That's how it is. Just because he hey. can throw it on a dime does not mean he's playing right now. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Daniel Blaziak, again. Remember, he responded earlier. I think he was like one of the original Mike Whites, I think. Uh, Blaziak. Oh, I'm trying to find his response. Yeah, he said Mike White originally. He has another mm-hmm. response. Hendon Hooker. Really? All right. For those ignore, who don't wait, hold ignore. up. For those who don't know, Hendon Hooker is the starting quarterback at the University of Tennessee. Yep. Oh, and, and guess what? Our last response is also Daniel Blaziak. Darrell Revis. Okay, so this last segment was literally just people trying to see if they can raise my blood pressure. Yep, they they were trying us tonight. Uh, oh yeah. Also, I, I feel it. I should point out that Daniel Blaziak's profile picture appears to be Kyrie Irving. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say anything. But you guys can connect the dots. But also, Daniel, if you're listening to this, I, I'm just ribbing you, man. We 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 love we, we actually we, we we love the enthusiasm, buddy. Keep it up. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up, CJ? Uh, nope, I'm fine. All right, then. That'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. We have episodes out on Tuesdays and Fridays at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to Secret Weapons Consulting for sponsoring the show. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at Fumaruski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you over and out.